Welcome to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. This show is all about why healthy teeth are essential for great overall health, and I can't do that alone. I'm Jason Kong. I've got to have the expert here, and that is Dr. Charles Ashley Mann with Charles Ashley Mann Family Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you today? Doing good. A couple more shows you might be able to, Jason. Oh, no, I, I don't think so. I've got... Uh, uh, you've got several, several years of uh, uh, painstaking education that you had to go through. I mean, man, I, I, I can't imagine that dental uh, school is just a, a smooth ride. That's got to be some late nights of studying. A lot of late nights. Yeah. A lot of stress. And labs yeah. and all that. No, I'm I'm, hel- I'm just fine just blabbing behind a microphone. I That's still have dreams speed. that I didn't get enough points to graduate. Oh, you know, my goodness. So. <laughs> I can tell you're not traumatized by that at all. Well, Dr. Mann, we've had some really fascinating topics here on the show. And what are we going to focus on today? We're going to talk about fearful patients. Patients are scared to come to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, one of the number one stigmas or I guess the number one things that at least come into my mind when it comes to uh, dentistry is, you know, you have that stereotypical thing on TV or the movies where people are afraid of the dentist, but I, it's it's real. And what would you say is the number one reason why someone is afraid to go to the dentist? I think the number one reason that people are scared is, is a is a past traumatic experience at a dental office. Um, I mean, we hear everything from ladies saying, hey, I'd rather get a pap smear to, you know, girls and guys coming in that have tattoos that are that are just fearful of a needle. Mm-hmm. But but it all it all boils down to someone had a bad experience in their dental office, and it was more than likely painful, and it was uh, a traumatic for them, and so that's living in their head, and so they're avoiding visiting the dentist. Yeah, and do you, how often do you think that happens? I mean, it, it, what percentage of patients would you say have some sort of fear of going to the dentist yeah you know it's hard to say how many what percentage probably in the 20 to 30 percent mm-hmm. they that, say about yeah they say about 50 percent don't visit uh, of our population do not visit the dentist on a regular basis okay so you know in the 10 20 percent probably uh, people may they may not tell you but they have some fear yeah, that's that's still a significant number, though. If if you think uh, you know one out of ten or two out of ten people are right. afraid to go to the dentist, that that's a lot. It yeah. is a lot, and and you know it's a hard percentage to come up with because most people are not going to tell you, hey, um, I don't go to the dentist because they're going to say I, I don't go to the dentist because I don't have insurance. I don't go to the dentist because I don't have the right. money. I don't have the time. When usually it's the fear factor that's number one. Yeah, if someone's avoiding it for a long period of time. Now, now, why would avoiding going to the dentist create more fear in patients that are already scared? Well, you know, if you if you avoid the dentist, you, you know, you're you're going to uh, exacerbate the problems that you're having. Mm-hmm. I always tell people if you go to the dentist on a regular basis, there's a reason why we want you to come in every six months, and there's a reason why we want you to take X-rays once a year, because we can stop things when they're very very small before extreme pain occurs. A lot of fearful patients that we see that come in that are super scared have already um, gotten a tooth that's infected so they're in severe pain before they even come in okay right and then the things that we have to do are usually more traumatic to them um, than if if they had visited on a regular basis so it tends to breed fear Um, fear breeds fear in the dental field and it's unfortunate but most of the time it's more expensive too um, because uh, it's pretty extreme. You have a tooth that's that's 
uh, that's decayed, half the tooth is decayed, it's usually going to take a root canal and a crown versus a simple filling. Um, if someone avoids getting their teeth clean for uh, years and years, it's going to take a lot of effort getting their teeth clean versus just a simple cleaning once every six months. So that's why we always say that you know if you avoid the dentist and you're scared, um, it's going to be costly and it, and it does make you a little more fearful. Yeah. So, man, that's that's interesting. So the worst thing that you could do if you have a fear of the dentist is to not go to the is dentist. Is to avoid the dentist. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I truly believe that. And I tell that to my patients all the time that are scared. It's like, don't don't skip out on that six month recare. You know, that's the one you're not scared of. It's the other right. it's the other things that you're scared of. You know? Yeah. And that makes plenty of sense, because as you said, you just uh, the the problems get more severe and more work is involved in that i guess it, right. cre- it creates this sort of cycle now do you have to explain that hey this this may be uh a little bit harder at first but if you keep this up it's going to get a lot easier exactly yeah most of our uh, patients that come in that are scared we try to convince them um by working with them um and showing them that hey we don't we're not here to hurt you you know we've got special tools in our office that'll keep you from filling the shots that we give um, we use something called a dental vibe that helps block your gal gates, which is the nerve that makes that that creates stimulation of pain. Um, so when we give our shots, we use that uh, for patients who are scared of needles. Um, and then we also, you know, uh, um, make our uh, crowns chair side with the CERAC, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. So those fearful patients don't have to return back the second time for their, their permanent crown. Um, we have, uh, Instead of going around and exploring with that little pick, we have lasers that d- detect decay. Um, we have the um, the digital camera that takes our impressions for us so that we don't have to use that bad stuff. So claustrophobic patients who don't like all that goopy stuff in their mouth, you know, we have an answer for those patients that are scared because of that. So there's a lot of things that we do to try to tailor it towards fearful patients. But in general, if you're not a fearful patient, you like it too. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. when if someone does have a fear of, of dentistry or visiting the dentist, uh, do you recommend them telling you up front, maybe when they set their appointment, like, hey, I'm, I'm really nervous about this. Does that help you help them when they're in the office? Absolutely. If we know you're scared up front, that's going to help us you know, in any way that we can um, try to keep you from having a bad experience because everybody – is fearful of different things. Yes, it was a bad experience uh, that caused the initial fear, but what are you, what are you scared of? Are you scared of the needle? Mm-hmm. Did you have a bad experience with the needle? Did you have a bad experience because uh, someone pulled the wrong tooth? Uh, did you have a bad experience because you got pain after a procedure was done? There's different reasons, and um, we can help people um, before we even get started um, by, by explaining uh, certain things and, and uh, procedures that we're doing. And, and what the outcomes may be, um, and by using those techniques we talked about earlier. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you more about how you help uh, your patients that are scared, but we've got to take a break. I want to remind everyone that if you got a question for Dr. Mann, maybe you've got a family member or someone who's afraid of the dentist and you got a question for Dr. Mann, maybe you want to know how do you get those folks in, you can give us a call on our Teeth Talk question line, and that is 919-588-3051, 919 919- Five eight eight three zero five one, and you could call now, or you could call anytime during the week. It's available twenty four hours. Uh, you can leave a message there, and we'll answer it on the show right here. And uh, you can hear it from Doctor Man himself. How about that? A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Doctor Charles Ashley Man on News Radio six eighty WPTF. 
Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for listening. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family Dentistry with uh, offices in both Cary and Garner. And Dr. Mann, we're talking all about fearful patients when it comes to dentistry. And I've got to ask you, what is what do you do with uh, with your most fearful patients? How do you handle those who are just terrified to even set foot in the in the dentist's office? And that's a great question because there's some that are very, very scared and won't even let you look at their teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and sedation dentistry is the answer, only answer for them. Like they have to be sedated in some way. And my office is trained and I'm trained to do sedation dentistry, even IV sedation. Um, and so we, we start out usually um, – with the with the apprehensive person um, that is mildly apprehensive with nitrous oxide, which is laughing gas. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing about nitrous oxide is it's um, it's a very safe procedure, um, and and the patient after five minutes of inhaling oxygen at the end of procedure can go and, and drive home. Um, nitrous oxide um, does have somewhat of an amnesia effect, so sometimes they can't remember everything that goes on, and it does make the appointment seem like a shorter. Um, it takes the edge off. For sure, um, but I usually tell people it's usually for mildly uh, nervous people or some someone who's had you know just just a, a small bad experience and they're and they're just slightly apprehensive. Um, and it's also good for teenagers and children that are apprehensive. We use we use nitrous uh, for the for them as well. And again, it's a very safe drug. Um, it doesn't interact with too many drugs, so most people are candidates for it uh, with the nitrous. Um, the second, the second thing that we use, of course, is IV sedation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, we we um, if people don't want IV sedation, we'll actually use some sedative uh, oil forms um, like Valium or Trazolam in combination with nitrous oxide. Um, but again, that's really only those for mild to moderate, you know, uh, fears. Uh, for severe fears or moderate fears, or if we have a long procedure, um, we recommend IV sedation, which we offer in my office. Um, and that's basically uh, drugs that, that were really um, – it, it, you, still, you still can breathe on your own, um, but, but you're, you're basically out of it. Um, I can arouse you if I want to, but you don't really care. Um, you don't remember anything, and uh, you get all your work done, and it's you know, and, and usually in one visit. Yeah, get a little nap in, I guess. Get a little nap in. <laughs> um, you know, it's a uh, it's it's a procedure that uh, is safe. Um, IV sedation is one of the safest procedures you can do in a dental office, um, and uh, sometimes we use it in combination with nitrous. It just depends on the individual. Um, usually, we put them on nitrous to get them over the hump um, uh, to get the IV started, and then and then it doesn't take long before someone's you know feeling really good. Yeah. So, um, but and it allows me to um, to do the dentistry and do good dentistry um, on the patient. And for those patients that that, that won't even let us look, um, it allows us to do a good, thorough job of a comprehensive exam to figure out what they need. Um, and we have a nurse anesthetist that comes into our office um, that actually helps me out because they monitor the patient while I'm doing the dental work. Um, and um, it usually anywhere from one hour up to six to eight hours. I've I've had patients some um, out doing dental work, and then it's a very easy recovery. Um, patients um, leave our office, and usually after a day, they're back back to whatever their, their normal 
daily routine is. Now, I have uh, what could be a very dumb question for you, but for the, the nitrous oxide, uh, one, why do they call it laughing gas? And two, if they're actually laughing, doesn't that make it harder to, to It is funny. Done? Yeah, that's a good question because it would be hard to work on someone uh, laughing. But yes, people do laugh. They, I mean, it changes their disposition mm-hmm. from being negative or fearful to one of being happy slash uh, euphoric. And so you, you get laughs every now and then. Um, nitrous oxide was one of the first anesthesia that they did. Um, even during surgeries. Yep. And they performed surgeries up front in the 1800s of other doctors when, when they first discovered nitrous oxide. And it was a dental school, actually, that, that first discovered it. And then other doctors started using it. But that was really one of the first major forms of what we call gas um, forms of, of sedation. And then, of course, it went on to chloroform and some of your other uh, types. But um, it's a very safe drug. Um uh, nitrous is, but it does it does create that euphoria laugh, and, and so we have to put a little block in there to keep people <laughs> open so that we can uh, do our work while they're while they're under nitrous. So. Now, do you uh, when a patient comes in and you can tell that they're afraid, and uh, you may want to go to a sedation technique? How, how do you decide what's the best fit for each patient? Well, so the first thing we have to do is we have to do a, a, a medical health history. Um, if they have certain medical conditions, um, we have to consult with the doctor um most everybody can safely do um nitrous there's um people with glaucoma um that's that's a contraindication for nitrous and then there's there's maybe one or two drugs that's a contraindication for nitrous oxide but for the most part it's a it's probably the safest thing that we do um however it doesn't work on everybody so um the only thing in our office that works on everybody is iv sedation um, we can we can get people sedated with IV sedation because we can give them drugs. And the good thing about IV sedation is it works instantly. Um, it's not crossing, uh, you know, into your stomach. We know exactly how much it goes straight, you know, th- through to your brain t- to cause a sedation. We know exactly how much is given. It can be reversed instantly. So it's highly highly effective, and it's highly uh, uh, s- the safety aspect of it is is what's. The best part of IV sedation is because um, if someone does start having an adverse reaction, you can reverse it quickly. That's good to know, and uh, I like the instant part of it. You know that the that, instant that part, yeah. To me, and then, you know it's good for the dentist too because we can start work right away, and it makes yeah. it makes for a shorter um, shorter day. You know, we when we give the oil, which we do do oil sedation in our office, um, it does take a little bit longer um, because uh, you know it has to pass through the stomach. And then, you know, get into the bloodstream before it starts taking effect. So there's a good 30 minutes to an hour before we can start doing any work um, if we're doing the oil sedation. That's a big difference. Well, we are up against a break here, and you're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. I want to remind you that uh, uh, this program, as well as all of the previous programs that we've done, are available online at WPTF.com. Head over to the host section, and you'll see Teeth Talk on there, and you'll you'll see the full list of all the uh, the previous shows that we've done you can listen to those or share them with a friend we encourage you to do that keep it here you're listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley mann on news radio 680 wptf news radio 680 wptf you are listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley mann i'm jason kong and Glad to be here with you on this Sunday afternoon. And, Dr. Mann, we're talking all about fearful patients today. And uh, this, I think, hits home with 
Uh, a lot of people, at least if not with him personally, there's that perception that we see all the time on TV and the movies where folks are afraid of the dentist. And uh, I wanted to touch a little bit more on the the training that you have to go through because you know when when you're talking about sedation, you know that's that's some uh, important medical. Uh, expertise that's required to administer that. Yeah, so the board, you have to have a special license to be able to do it in your offices. And there's different licenses. You can, you know, um, you can get a minimal conscious sedation license, um, which is basically nitrous and or um, using the oil sedation that we talked about. And some of the oil sedations that we use are like Valium, Trazolam. Um, uh, those basically are in the Benadryl family, very safe to use. However, uh, we monitor the patients very closely, um, while, even while they're using those, because again, um, you don't know how people are going to react, and it's passing through um, the stomach, and, and different everybody uh, reacts differently from that standpoint. Um, but from IV sedation point, um, that that falls under moderate conscious sedation. I got my training at the Aristotle Institute, um, and we had to do about uh, sedate about twenty five patients, and uh, then we have to sit for a board exam through the through the North Carolina or through the Aristotle Institute um, with our own patient, and then we have to sit for the North Carolina Dental Board. Um, so uh, there's not a lot of dentists out there who who do IV sedation um, because it is a rigorous process to get your IV sedation license. But the Aristotle Institute was great. Um, they're in High Point, and it's ran by Doctor. Um, uh, Bonick, who is who is a dentist himself, but he um, he he teaches other other dentists, oral surgeons, pediatric dentists how to actually uh, to deliver safe IV sedation. Um, we also you know always have a, a nurse anesthetist in our office who's got hours and hours of training um, on on the delivery of IV sedation. So um, it's it's a very safe method, and um, that's why you have to go through so much training. Yeah, and uh, let, let's let's touch a little bit on that safety factor because I'm sure if someone's afraid of going to the dentist, they want to know that the sedation procedure is as safe as possible, right? Oh, it's very safe. You know, you you um, recover. We won't let you leave um, until we know you're going to recover. Um, nitrous, you recover within five minutes. That's after, pretty quick. After breathing oxygen, yeah. you can get up and, and drive. Um, the other other forms, even the oil form and or the IV form, you do have to have a driver. Um, and we release you to, you know, a caregiver, but, um, we don't release you until, you know, you know, your name, you can raise your legs, you can walk on your own. Um, and, uh, but the, the, the one thing about, uh, IV sedation and or oil sedation is a lot of people have an amnesia effect. So I always tell husbands, you know, so anything you want to tell your wife or tell the wife, anything you want to tell your husband, you don't want them to remember. Now's the time to do it. <laughs> um, but you've probably seen some, like you said uh, before, you were talking about some of those YouTube commercials where people would, would tell them funny things. Um, uh, I would say most people, even even in a hospital as they come out of, out of IV sedation, um, have a form of amnesia. Yeah, we were talking about that during the break. I, I see those YouTube videos all the time where, you know, it's one person that's very disoriented. Yes. Usually it's like a kid or something and yeah, they're right. asking all these bizarre yeah. questions. And, and that that happens with IV, IV sedation yeah. too. Amnesia is a good thing though because I always tell people they don't remember how long the appointment was and they right. don't remember the procedures that were done. So it decreases that fear level for the next time they come in. Yeah, it's an added benefit I would It think. is. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about um, – how this impacts patients because uh, 
once you've gone in and you've got the sedation and you've you leave and you're like okay whether you had the uh the uh, iv sedation or the nitrous oxide you know you realize okay it's it's probably not as bad as i once thought it was how, how does that mm-hmm. impact people's confidence with going to the dentist yes our goal is to gain the trust of the patient you know those fearful patients have lost trust in dentist and and the dental procedures that are being done because of some bad experience so our, our goal is to regain that trust and sedation dentistry helps with those fearful patients and our goal is to try to get them off of of doing sedation and um, in order to do that you know you can't uh, do it right away especially the real fearful ones they have to go through a series of you know i call it trial runs in your office when they're getting procedures done and they wake up and they don't have any side effects they have no pain um and then we slowly like for people who have iv sedation we say hey you know you did so good why don't you why don't you try nitrous this next time and then the people that are on nitrous are like hey you did so wonderful you know why don't why don't we try it without it and see how you do we can always come and add the nitrous if we need it so our goal is to get people not under sedation and trusting us again and it does take a little bit of time but i would say um about 50 to 60 percent of our patients eventually stop taking sedation in our office and just let us do it without without drugs or nitrous oxide yeah Yeah, i would i mean that's a little bit surprising to me but the more i think about it you know you realize that oh you know this this isn't as big of a deal as i thought it was and i may have had a a traumatic experience in my past but that was uh, kind of a, a one-off deal, you know. That's not the norm. Yeah, I mean, we think. I mean, we're human nature. We think about past events. So the more good past events they have, the easier it is for them. I think the hardest patient to overcome is uh, that we have a hard time is claustrophobic patients. Ah. They tend to not. Um, they tend to always want something. Yeah. Um, but those who are scared of the needle or they're scared of um, pain, um, they usually become. Um, ones that uh, trust us and say hey we, you know you're not going to feel pain because we have these special techniques that will keep you from feeling pain and um when we're giving shots um and and so we tend to get them um off of of sedation and just coming right into the office um and, and and it helps them out too because you know they feel more confident they don't lose as much time um because it does take a little more time away from their schedules when they have to have sedation right dentistry um the cost benefit, you know, nitrous, of course, is cheap compared to IV sedation. But I always tell people, if you avoid the dentist because you're scared, that is the most costly thing you can do. You know, especially if you want to keep your teeth. But even if you don't, you know, um, pulling all your teeth and getting dentures is costly. Right. So um, avoiding the dentist is, is costly, and, and sedation dentistry is a fraction of the cost. Um, so if anybody out there has a family member or they themselves are, you know, we, we give free consults for, for patients who are scared. Excellent. And if you yeah. need to get a hold of Dr. Mann and you want to schedule one of those free consults, you can do that by calling 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. He's got two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street and also an office in Garner off of highway 70 and uh yeah if you if you have someone who is interested in that free consult you need to get a hold of dr man and we are uh just about out of time for this week dr man what do we got on tap for next week you know we have got 
the baby boomers now. We're going to talk about senior dentistry because there are some special things about about senior dentistry. So we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about that. Excellent. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Before we head out, Doctor Man, folks can uh, visit you online at smileman.com, right? Smileman.com, and remember, your day goes the way the corners of your mouth turn. So smile. I love it. On behalf of Doctor Charles Ashley Man, I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for listening to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.